0: Michelle, yes. as a new mom, I am realizing that there is nothing more important than having access to incredible care for my kid. Yeah, isn't that the
1: truth, Lauren? Mm-hmm. And now you get it more than ever with your sweet little Luna. I know, I love her. Okay, let, let's stand the script here. <laughs> Okay. I know I always say this, but it really does take a village to get these kids through life, especially if a little one needs an extra hand meeting their developmental milestones as they grow.
0: That's why our friends at Hummingbird Pediatric Therapies are just the village you are seeking should your child need services. Their therapies range from pediatric counseling, speech,
1: occupational, feeding, and physical therapy. Wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And beyond that, they offer neurodevelopmental treatment and social-emotional playgroups. Hummingbird offers the most comprehensive five-star-reviewed pediatric therapy in the Chicagoland area for children of all developmental stages.
0: Hummingbird helps kids and parents navigate big toddler feelings, autism, sensory processing disorder, Down syndrome, picky eaters, speech delays, and many other developmental delays and genetic disorders.
1: If you have a small child and are curious about their milestones, check out Hummingbird's developmental tool at hummingbirdpediatrictherapies.com. That interactive checklist option is free, and with just a few questions answered, you will get
0: immediate feedback at no cost.
1: For more about Hummingbird Pediatric Therapies and their services, or to make an appointment for your child, head to hummingbirdpediatrictherapies.com and meet your tribe. Hello and welcome to our podcast cozy conversations
0: with The Sister Project. I'm Lauren and I'm Michelle, and we're so excited you stopped by for a
1: visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful
0: well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you
1: bet there'll be a lot of that going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy.
0: Well, hi there, and welcome back to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. It's me, your host, Lauren, being joined by my co-host, Michelle. Hey. Howdy Doody. Hey, Howdy Doody. Remember that guy?
1: Did you ever watch him when you were at Grandma's first sleepover? The Howdy Doody show? Wait, why do... This was, he is was he a cowboy? Was he a cowboy? I think that he... Howdy Doody was a... There was a Western aspect to him, you know? It's the Howdy Doody show, and I do I'm think they're... i dying
0: to know what this guy looks like. Let me look. Oh, it was... Oh, was no. He a, was he a puppet? Yes. The there character. we go, and Terrifying. I'm gonna have a
1: nightmare. Now, I'm, now I'm yep. scared, and I'm stuck in sorry, my in the corner. All right, sorry <laughs> I brought that up, and I did watch that at Grandma's, and I wanted to go home. I'm not in any sort of like ventriloquist. <clears throat> no, puppet, never was. Puppeteer, no, Move thing. your mouth.
0: Move your mouth. Move your mouth. <laughs> okay, you guys. <laughs> Move welcome, welcome your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> Move your mouth when you're talking to me. I love I don't know who said it, but it's you shut your face when you you're talking to me. Shut your mouth when today. you're talking. That's, it was Vince. One of my favorites, yes, from Wedding Crashers. One of my favorite, yes, wedding crashers wedding crashers one of my favorite ones of me. all time. He would, where is he? I loved I his know. movies back
1: in the day. go for fast talking fast talk Handsome. And guy. handsome.
0: Yeah. And just Okay. Nuts. All right, you guys. So um, we've got a great podcast lined up for you. We're talking about Julie Roberts. We're talking about the Super Bowl. We're talking about aging. We're talking about yoga. Michelle baked her first freaking loaf of sourdough bread that she's going to show you. So watch us on YouTube. Um, But before we get into the thick of our podcast episode for today, we have an incredible review and I want to give this one the proper introduction that it deserves. We wanna give, we wanna share a review that was submitted by our good weird internet friend, Laura. And we have spoken to Laura at length um, on the back end of Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we finally had the honor to meet her in person just last week at our Cura Leaf, um, asking for a friend can- cannabis um, event. And to finally have met this person who we talked to, it's like a pen pal, you know, it's like we met our weird internet pen pal. Mm-hmm. And it was a gift that evening to have met Laura and her sister, Jackie, um, after all the time that we've spent communicating yep. with her and we had a blast and she is lovely. Laura, we adore you and thank you for the support you've shown the sister project, Truly. um, it's just really good to know you now in person. I love when it goes from weird internet to like meeting someone
1: yeah. in the flesh. I mean, I feel like we're gonna be hanging out. I mean, Laura was like, we made a so. casting joke about needing somebody <laughs> to help us like with merch, and she's like, yes. "I'll work your merch." And I was like, "She um, could be maybe our official merch woman." Well, she's I, she wants to come to the next Pig Gig, which Al happens to be on February 24th at Peggy Canaan's in Arlington Heights, and she's like, "Girl, I'm working your merch table. I think it'll be fun." Bless. And I said, "Mouth kisses and candles coming your way." absolutely
0: and even more so because of this wonderful review that she left after
1: we met in person so michelle will you take this i would like nothing more than to read this she says great duo with five stars these sisters are fun Mm. finally met them at a function tonight for cure leaf i try to figure out why i like them so much and i realize that i'm so much more cynical than them and tense and they are getting me to slow down and think cannabis will help me with this and listening to them. They are extremely entertaining and very real. What they talk about is how they feel. They're not trying to fit into something. They are being themselves. You need to give them a listen. You won't be disappointed. What? Bless. God thank you bless so much she gets us and we get her and we love you laura yeah thank we sure you. do
0: thank you for this wonderful wonderful review i i think my special part was they are not trying to fit into something that one like almost like ejected a tear because Truly. it just felt like yeah like you said well, I, tried, she had, someone she tried, I tried
1: to fit into some stuff and it didn't i never fit so i just no it doesn't just, you stick, just don't you
0: just go yeah. and you fit in your own fucking yeah. space mm-hmm. laura freaking love you give jackie a hug from us as mm-hmm. well you guys be mm-hmm. like laura just be like Laura.
1: Yeah, be you more know, like Laura. Down a
0: little bit, maybe I don't know, eat a gummy yeah. and listen to the sister project and write us a review. Just one. Just one, right? Laura, right. how long did that take you? Like three minutes? All right. Goddess bless Laura and God us bless all of you listeners out
1: there. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. I had one too many dips <laughs> <laughs> last night. Yeah, what did what kind of dips were we having? I made moms old oh yeah, artichoke. Old artichoke mayonnaise and a shitload of fresh grated Parmesan cheese. A delicious snack. It's a, it's a crowd favorite. It <laughs> is. Yeah. Um. There was buffalo. It's like dip city. Like buffalo chicken dip. So good. There was two kinds of wings that um Jeff made. know, our friend Jeff made. He does this like gar- garlic parmesan one that is really speaks my language. Mm, that sounds delightful. With like fresh chopped parsley on it. Yeah.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: We had some ribs, pulled pork, potatoes. It was freaking delicious. And now I, mean, I feel like I'm. I need to go to a doctor. It's and, the Super Bowl. It's okay. So everyone's I it's everyone's excuse. It's just a one time a year. Yeah, it's just one time a year. Which my son. It's just one time a year, and then we've got all the holidays, which is just one time. <laughs> Will was telling me this morning if why he was like, Why is this not a national holiday? I'm like, I feel like it should be
0: like the day after, have a day yeah, off of school. The day after, mm-hmm.
1: I feel like other countries who are more normal do things like that, like give you a breather after a fun, like right. national event,
0: something. Yeah, yeah, no so. here, get up, get back,
1: <laughs> yeah. rise and grind, everyone. Yep, <laughs>
0: right? Yep. Um, we just did, I wanted Blue Milnati's pizza. So we just got Lou Malnati's deep dish pizza. My throat is still—that's okay. Still whack. Um, We did Lou Malnati's. I had one of my my new favorite IPA. It's called I think it's called Neon Hug by Goose Island. Yum! It's so good. One. All I need is one. With IPAs, no. Yeah. Annihilation
1: Station. I know.
0: Wholeness that. Just one, it gives you like a little buzz, you know. So we did that and then I passed out. But what did you think of the, you know, I see your notes here, which is funny because I
1: knew, I knew that you were going to love that Dunkin' Donuts. Listener, (laughs) listener, are you sensing the judgment in her statement? It's not judgment. It's
0: not judgment. It is. Just okay, it's just easy. It's just I know it. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't get
1: half of the other ones. So (laughs) I did enjoy Ben Affleck's like sense of humor. I enjoyed Ben Affleck's sense of humor. <clears throat> I enjoyed all of the Goodwill hunting references that they made. I enjoyed J-Lo and um, Ben making fun of what the entire p- media and everybody makes right, fun that of Right, he's like miserable. For. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally Miz. And I love that she was like, man you can stay behind. You know, I yeah. just... No, not, not about that. It was about Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady. You oh, was stay it Tom? Behind. Okay, yeah. well, whoever. It was hilarious because it, was it wasn't the show them. how close she paid attention. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to start pointing <laughs> I, out all of the details that you miss. because do. I'm going I to. I need them to be
0: fixed. I'm um, going to. Um, what was I going to say? I loved Michael Sarah. I didn't see it. Was that on very early on? I think it was in the first half. Yeah. Yes. I did and he Why did you love just, it? Because, okay, so it was on, it was for the CeraVe, um, like skincare line, which mm. dermatologists, my, even my dermatologist is like, that's just the best. It's the easiest. It's the best for your skin. Like, that's what we should be
1: using. And I went ahead and I checked it in my like Yucca, it. my new yeah. Yucca app. I scanned it and it's just straight up toxic. Oh, they so, don't. They're not
0: talking about that at all. They're okay. not looking for what's clean. No, 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 no. They're just saying that's just what they always recommend. But is I cerve- or um, purpose, remember purpose? Yeah. Soap that well, our really tight me up. Like, talk about the Sahara Desert a moment what was after. that do you guys hear a wild little banshee that's my, yeah. my sweet she's baby just hooting she's, hollering. And hollering. she's just hooting and hollering I don't know that kind of yeah I'm not into that either Michelle but back to the to the commercial Michael Sarah basically wants to be like the spokesperson for Survey commercial
1: It does it have to do with his name
0: yes absolutely <laughs> And that's the point. At the end, he's standing in front of like a boardroom. He's like, "Get it, my last name's Sarah." I'm I love like,
1: it. That I'm going to YouTube and it. He
0: is just such like a funny looking little fellow, but he's so adorable. I mm-hmm. like he's like a Tom Hanks to me. Like if I ever find out that he's like a total scumbag asshole, my heart will be a little broken because I because he's a sweetie. That he is a
1: sweetie. Yep. Yeah. Um what you know what it is? It's his like subtle, <laughs> it's like his subtle delivery. And like I, I want to hang out with him. Like he doesn't, there's not like a lot of inflection in his no. voice or something. There's just <laughs> something about the way he speaks that you can't stop listening and he's funny. No. Like nothing. Darling. I'm going to for sure watch
0: Super Bad this week. Just have it on in the background, just to get his vibe.
1: Now, it's have you so seen great. there's a movie coming out with him? And who is the comedian that I can't remember her name that's okay mm. motherfucker so we'll talk
0: about that when we get to it because i don't know any movie of him coming out so i can't i don't know but i did see the preview for wicked which i'm really excited about even though it's a musical but i just i love what's going on and jeff goldblum of course is i guess he's the wizard did you see the preview for it no the did trailer yeah it. it was it was good and i like um is it ariana grande is that her name adriana mm. ariana grande um i just I'm kind of excited. I don't know anything that she's in. So I'm looking forward to seeing, I would know, totally love a cast that. of characters. I it's going to be totally- a musical and I'm, I'm not a musical person. So so
1: they're doing like a movie version of the Broadway. Of Wicked. Yes. Wicked.
0: Correct. Love it. Um, did you see the video of Jeff Goldblum when he was put up on the Jumbotron?
1: I don't. I, did I you watch the Super Bowl? Dips. I was eating dips. <laughs> I think I watched more of the game which is surprising <laughs> yes yeah, commercials.
0: <clears throat> you and I did opposites for the for the game then, but it was just really cute Jeff um, they, they posted a video of Leonardo DiCaprio on the jumbotron and he has like his hat pulled down he's not acknowledging Can that he's it? on it but Jeff Goldblum, you know he someone like kind of nudges him and he puts his glasses down, looks up at the jumbotron, starts dancing and he he is just adorable Joyful. again if anyone ever gets the opportunity to see him on stage with his orchestra go it is so so entertaining and you just he's just wonderful i'm You're telling so the first 10 minutes of that show he accepted gifts people came up and showcased oh. gifts some were handmade some were whatever Okay, hold on here. It sounds like you guys have
1: a ghoul in the house. So she's
0: super used to me going into the room because I get up earliest to go and like fetch her in the morning when she wakes up. So I think she, when Anthony goes,
1: she's like, Where's my mom?
0: Yeah, he just stands in there and waits until she's a little calmer before he tries to pick her up because she does that thing where she bashes her head backwards and turns her body into a U shape going backwards. And you don't, it's hard to hold that and control
1: that. It is. It's hard. And you also risk a nose break or a chip oh, tooth, oh or like God. a lip. Or like a sprain vertebrae for Black the baby. Eye. I, I mean, baby, I've yeah, for seen mom. moms. I've oh, yeah. been like, back in the day, I was like, what happened, Judy or whoever? And the lady would be like, Oh, a head. Oh, yeah. Head bob. Head you know, yep, we're getting yep, our yep. asses kicked. Um, Michelle, I'm
0: seeing a note here that said, Loved her, wanted more. Who's right? her?
1: The guitarist, the musician. Oh, so we're talking.
0: Okay, so sorry. Now we're going back to the halftime show.
1: And I didn't so, know who her was. It's hard. I want her to have a different name. But, but what is her name? Her. Oh, it is her. That's who, that's her. Oh, got it. It's her. That, this is like a who's on first segment of the show here, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. is on first. <laughs> her is who.
0: Who is her? Right. So there's this, now we're talking the halftime show. And Usher, I was not really excited for Usher. And Same. I feel like these days you can't say I'm not a fan of someone without people getting offended. I'm just not a fan of his music I don't know his music
1: except it's like I when I see Taylor,
0: Strip, Taylor Swift if, if I'm like oh I'm not a fan of hers you know people take it like personally mm. and it's nothing more than I just
1: don't I know Usher's music more than I know Taylor Swift's and I'm just not yeah. into his music I am also not like a listener of his music um, oh yeah at the beginning, I was a little underwhelmed. And then I started to um, enjoy myself. Some things that I didn't know about Usher. I didn't know that he's like our generation's Michael jackson yes, like yes that i and knew he's got the glove he's got the fast footwork yeah, a lot of fast feet i was surprised. you know <laughs> fast he's a good dancer i uh, would well, say he's a his much- feet
0: move so fast i was like
1: anthony did he just like tap dance and like he, create like he did and he did he did i was not i was not privy to this i did not know this You know his costumes, not my favorite. Uh, As somebody stated last night, the silver (laughs) number that he had on looked like a mother of the bride uh, top, (laughs) like a dress that is slushy on one shoulder. There's a lot. You know
0: what? Yes, yes. You know. um, Yep, yep. I like the rollers. I love Alicia. And, you know, she doesn't wear makeup. Did you know that? Like, she mm-hmm. does not she barely Clean wears. Clean girl I mean, aesthetic. just love her. I wish Same. there was more of her, too. Because, I, you know, I I am a big fan of hers.
1: Her piano was so freaking cool. It was like a red patent leather. It was very so futuristic. It was so cool. Not me. I um, want, like, an old-timey piano. But that would have the motif there. They had, very, like, a kind of a great Gatsby thing when they started off. I felt like the whole dance number. There's was a lot going on. I yeah. felt like it was a little chaotic. I felt like there were some struggles with the cameras too at first, and that might have been what was causing me to not connect. There were some <laughs> issues. I felt like we had some jumbles, and then we got it together, and I was like, I was dialed in. Loved Ludacris. Loved him. I didn't
0: really realize that that was him. So as he's walking down, like, whatever the the stage. I was like, who is that? I'm like, wait, wait, is that, and it was Ludacris. And yeah, he's, he brings some good energy. There was another yes. nice, short little fella. Yes. I had no idea sure. who that was. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he was very small. He is. Small he's so smaller. Who was that though? There Big
1: was a person. Oh, no, not Ludacris. Um, he's tall. Oh,
0: there was a no. small
1: little fellow who looked like the guy that's saying a song that I'm not going to recall right now. I asked him last night and i actually, don't think anybody knew.
0: Um, I love
1: ludicrous. I love Ludacris's hair. It was beautiful, like, just blowing in the wind, baby. Oh, dude, he, yeah. he's cool. He seems like he'd
0: be cool to, like, hang out with. Like, Do a the fun, shit with. Maybe yeah, throw yeah, back yeah. a yeah. with Any on other lines. moments of the Super Bowl that you want to reflect on, cover?
1: Were you um, obsessing over, like, Taylor being there? Do you care? You know, as we I discussed don't. last night... Um, you know, she would have been on the screen a lot more had the Chiefs delivered in some moments on the field. They super struggled. There was not a lot to celebrate for a while. So there wasn't.
0: there oh. wasn't a lot of
1: hoot and hollering quite yet because we were all cheering on the Chiefs. I was in a room full of Chiefs fans and we were all biting our nails because they honestly could not get it together in the first half. And it was a rough game of football. But as we all know now, as we all know, I found out this morning that they won because uh, I went to bed with three. Same. I had no idea who won. Could, you know, last night I, even while I was it. in it, but I wasn't, you know, breathing, sleeping, you know, dreaming about it. Yeah, no. Yeah, the next thing. I wasn't you know? really. Yeah. I kind of fell
0: asleep. I was, I wanted so hard to clean up my vanity last night, but I needed sleep. Um, so also over the weekend, this is random, but I'm looking at our YouTube. Could you see how glossy my eyelids are?
1: Yeah. What you do know, you, is that is, is it Vaseline? What did you put up there? Is that no, a it's, a special,
0: it's a medicated ointment. Um, because my, for- my rash came back. <laughs>
1: How? Why? What did you get, have interact with?
0: Dude, I'm sitting in my bedroom getting ready for my friend Maggie's birthday. And I start to notice that my left eyelid, like, you know, as we get older, our eyelids naturally become like saggier, you know, they kind of droop Mm -hmm. or whatever. They're
1: called a hooded. I don't like that name. I don't, I don't like the name hooded for any body part. Um, well, I'm sorry. I didn't, I wasn't the one that (laughs) made the name. So you can take that up with whoever that first plastic surgeon is. Well, as we get older,
0: yeah, the saggy hood gets saggier and saggier. And I'm getting, I'm doing my makeup. I'm not getting it done. I'm doing my makeup at my house, preparing for Maggie's birthday. I'm noticing my left eyelid is like extremely droopy. And that would be alarming. And And I was alarmed, but I had to talk to myself because I was like, maybe I'm just so busy. I haven't noticed how badly my wow. eyelids are drooping so then i'm like you know there at least there is that surgery where I can
1: yes and it can be covered by insurance because, because this is a danger you know so i gotta is, be able to see that,
0: michelle to that's see. what was happening my eyelid was like beginning to get heavy and i was like yeah. and i kind of was like you know what i'm getting older this is just a natural you know course of action but I still, in the back of my head, was like, "What's going on with my eyelid?" But I didn't want to think too much about it. Yeah. Then I get to the, I get to our celebration. I can still like feel it. I can feel like now the burning sensation is set in. So now that both of my eyelids of this affliction, yes,
1: <clears throat> it's awesome. to get
0: swelling, and then it starts to get burny. And, and then, then I real, I woke up the next morning, after. and I realized that now both eyelids were swollen and burning, and then not just I'm not just aging. I'm that's not the I mean I am, but you know what I mean? I this I'm having some again, some sort of allergic reaction. I'm convinced it's some sort of autoimmune situation that was it triggered is. by mm-hmm. a dog allergy. And now I come across other things, whoops, that trigger the same type of reaction. And um you know, when I went to the dermatologist, I, I they saw what was going on and they're like, Okay, so we, we kind of have an idea of what this is, but it's also like kind of unexplained. I'm like, Oh, oh great, what is it? They're like, Well, we call it unexplained eyelid rash. And I was like are you Are you serious <laughs> like that I'm coming in
1: I'm coming in with an unexplained yeah, I mean, that's with, like when I couldn't have a baby and they were like we, we we've got a diagnosis <laughs> unexplained infertility I was like so you so like, I got, right I that's it what we've come in for <laughs> yeah that's not I know that's I could have told you that when I walked like, a year ago when nothing right. was weird I was like what's going so, on
0: <laughs> when she told me this I was like this is so disappointing like, oh, help, I really thought I was gonna like have answers
1: no so still no. mystery
0: so I have this amazing medicated ointment that will probably affect me later down the years
1: no no because
0: you're not going to use it daily you're going to use it when you need it but well, I meantime, have to stop using it daily because it's so in it? Should, no it does not okay. it doesn't and it doesn't have a steroid either so it's pretty mild and they yeah. so but she told me, I asked her about eye cream. I said, I've been struggling because when it, when this thing flares up, whatever I use, which nice. I use a CeraVe and an M61, um, no, it doesn't burn, Michelle. It it soaks. It's like a sponge. I will put something on my face and it was, it's as if I never put it on. It just sucks it in. And I told her I've been struggling with that, like finding a topical to just at least help with the texture of the skin. And she was like, Aquaphor, Aquaphor for everything. We've talked about this. And so what happened? You put on Aquaphor, but then you took it off because you were well, scared. I,
1: well, I attempted to slug. I put oh, on- Oh, what is that?
0: Slug? Like it, a slug? Like, like, like a, a slug.
1: I'm going to off. Vomit. I was covered in Aquaphor, oh, different but it thing. was one of my impulsive decisions where I read, I saw one TikTok about slugging and I ran straight to the bathroom and I smeared my face in Aquaphor and I laid back down, started looking at some people who had severe cystic acne as a response yeah. to this. Mia came in and was like, what were you thinking? So it was a, mo- I t- slugged and then I deslugged good for well so did okay so you only have
0: one moment but of experience did, I, did it. my
1: face feel like a like baby's, baby's bottom. bottom you bet your baby's bottom dollar did i bet it did bet
0: it well, did. she's like just i use it for my under eye under eye and lip and of course like very chap skin All it's right. really it is yeah 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 that's what i that's what i was specifically asking for Um, so yeah, I don't know. A lot of
1: unexplained things. Um, You know what? I've got a friend that has some weird rash things that occur when we're off mic. I'm going to give you the name and you're going to go talk because some of your breakouts sound similar. And, um, I don't know, maybe just reach out, strengthen numbers and reach out to others that are community support. Yes. Yes. It's all about community. It's all about community. Um,
0: so I have a question for you. Yeah. If you saw a man, if you were walking into Target and you saw a man, I'm not asking what'd you think? Why are you smiling? I'm, I'm just, just laughing about you making fun of me about the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. <laughs> oh, you're going back <laughs> about where are we at? 17 minutes. So you going back to 13? Yep. Michelle, I wasn't making fun of you. I knew you were gonna like it. That's Loved not it. making
1: fun. Loved it.
0: I knew you would find humor in it. And there was humor. That's just that's your yeah, I like weird, kind of funny, like those kind you I like, like
1: direct. And yes,
0: obvious. and exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. Matt Damon looks good, by the way. Always has. He doesn't age, dude, that guy. He's you know, just he looks a the same. Guy, he's kind of cute. Tom All Brady's right, a my little too thin, but
1: let's go back. Tom Brady,
0: have. I don't know what it is about that fellow. He, there's he something needs to eat some meat. I <laughs> want to <laughs> eat
1: some meat. He's got to fill out a little. He's too he thin. Is felt. He's is um He's skinny. not...
0: Yeah, I don't know. I He's interesting. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger... Finger on it. There's something um kind of odd about him. I don't and not like in a weirdo, he's a creep kind of way. There's something yeah. just different about him. I can't figure it out. Yeah. Anywho, no one anywho, cares. Anywho, no one cares. <laughs> so this past week, you guys, oh my God, we went to, we had our cure leaf asking for a friend oh of mine. Oh my God. Such a hit. Um, there will be more. So keep your eyes and ears peeled, but you know, if you keep missing them you're like, Oh my God, that looks so fun. I wish, you know, I could have come. Don't worry. We're going to be having more. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to some of our friends and loyal listeners who, who made it. Um, our friend, Laura, who you'll hey, be Laura. hearing more from again, a little bit later in the, or before in the episode, that was her review. Laura was so fun to meet. Um, our new follower and weird internet friend, Tracy, oh Meg, Meg Shine, and Leah. Leah came. So you guys are really
1: lovely. Tina, and then course- you forgot Tina.
0: T- well name? tina well <laughs> tina is our yes we met we made a new friend tina i was just referring to people oh well she our... did this she has listened to our podcast so again a shout out to our new friend our newest friend tina good time know, the, the best she's a good time the best part about these events that we throw are meeting people who have tuned in who we talk to on instagram and have some sort of weird internet friendship with and then meeting like brand new people so we had a very good mix of that i'd say at our last Curly event
1: and wait i don't want to I, there's one more person did you say sarah sarah who drove up from the south side to stop no in no away. sarah yes she was like coming home from work and she's like i VIP. have
0: to We're not vip mvp she yeah she gets the mvp for this she, she wanted to swing by and just say hi oh
1: uh, and she Plus. did and that was so fun that was so, so it's so fun to put a face with a name
0: Truly, it is. It makes um, weird
1: internet friend connection. Like it fuses it. Like you it know, totally does behind yeah. a screen, and you really are getting to know people. But f- until you know the person, for me anyway, they're a faceless friend. You know, I I know I knew who Laura Mason was, but I oh didn't. I didn't truly really know who she was and oh so, so you saw and she her face like you tri- met her yes like, hello human oh my god so that's so we why we love doing her, events her and her and like, yeah, I mean, yeah oh my yeah. god
0: too fun good times good times so yeah you guys don't worry about that if you are eager to meet us at one of those and and talk about cannabis there are going to be more events and it was really interesting so I walked around, we both did, to different tables and talked to different pockets of women who were there. And I loved how analog people still are. So many women with their notebooks taking frickin' like they people came prepared to learn and understand a little bit more about trying cannabis. And I love a good old fashioned note taker.
1: And let's talk about that for a second, like the setup of this event. So how this guy goes, guys, is, is Lauren and I do a little bit of a chit chat. Very short. We kind yeah, of explain like five to 10 minutes. our story, our why. And, and then what we do is we break off. And we go and meet with everybody and get to talk to everybody, engage and really with them, get to have these questions. People are coming. There are so many people out there that are like, I wanna try cannabis. I don't know where to start questions and there's no wrong question no. you know can i drink with this and to lauren to, to lauren i say to the new person experiencing cannabis no, no the answer don't is do don't that. do it there's no point if you've never Just done that before no take don't. it easy yeah you know and so that is kind of how this thing breaks out and then there's a great gift bag and then the the shuttle to the dispensary so is hysterical. And- Yeah. Yeah, um, more to come there. More to come. And then I
0: found that most questions from women were or needs or interests and in like in trying cannabis was for for sleep. So you guys go to your local cure leaf dispensary and get snooze berry or snooze snoozier berries um gummies. They have this thing called there's THC in it, but also CBN, which is known to help kind of enhance your sleep time vibes. And then a lot of people were curious about like more social ways to experience cannabis. And one woman brought up the Laugh Gummy. And I think that is a very friendly gummy for a newbie. So go to Cureleaf, get your Laugh Gummy. They're about five milligrams each. Maybe take half to begin with. And you guys don't forget to use our discount code SISTER30 for 30% off your entire purchase, which is a doozy. That's a a nice little discount. Another
1: another sleep um, gummy that I recommend, we were just talking about them last night. When I was with my Super Bowl friends, was uh, the wild elderberry? Someone oh, was never swearing heard. by really? that for the night time. So, okay, good to know. Yeah,
0: excellent. All right, you guys, moving along. So let's jump into some hot topics for a moment here. Um, so this past week, Julia Roberts made. Uh, we're going to call them social media headlines because a, v- a reel of hers went viral. And, Michelle, I didn't realize this. It's a resurfaced clip. That is, this is not a new, like, this is not a new moment for Julia Roberts. This was
1: something her niece shared a while ago, right? Yes, in
0: 2018. So this is, so people who are tuning in, you may have seen the reel. I'll try to, I'm going to link an article that has it. And it's basically just a photo of Julia sitting at a table with, like, I think, a board game and coffee and whatnot with her niece, Emma Roberts, And she, there's a voiceover happening on the reel. And this voiceover was taken from an Oprah Winfrey conversation from 2018. And someone, I think, recreated this into a reel to share it in today's time as a reminder of what it's like to be growing up on social media, what Mm -hmm. it's like to be aging on social media and how Mm -hmm. horrific and cruel people are behind their keyboards, And so Julia goes on to share that she is having a beautiful morning with her niece. And I love that niece-aunt relationship that she shared. You can see it in the photo, alarming that anyone can see or pick apart anything else. And Julia has that, oh my God, that smile. That Julia Robert, unmistakable, unmistakable smile. I mean, that no matter, she could be like 115 and it's still the same. Yeah. So you see her just enjoying her moment. And then she goes on to share how she... And you probably should never look at the comments, but somehow she was privy, became privy to what people were saying, and were really just being pretty horrendous about how she looked and saying that she looks like a man. Why would she what has happened to her? Why would she post this photo? What? Um what's what's going on with Julia Roberts? And oh my God. And she she said, I'm a 50-year-old woman, and I was surprised to see how badly this has affected me. As a 50 year old woman, because we think what we get older, we don't care, but we're all
1: changing human, and, and we have we're all feelings. human and we have
0: feelings, but she does, she does end it with that. She was happy that this happened because she was able to understand a little bit more because she's a pretty private person. Mm-hmm. She doesn't post a lot, little snippets of her personal life here and there, um, she said she was kind of happy to that it happened so she can understand more what it's like to be just anybody posting mm-hmm. stuff on the internet and risking you know um, some shitty comments from internet trolls and you know what's kind of funny not funny that she's talking about this on the internet, but I also find, like, this is, like, real life, too. Like, this is just a, this is just conversation. Like, what people look like, you know, who's aging, who's gotten work done, who's gotten too much work done. And and that, you know, you see this on, of course, in comments, and then, of course, just in person. And it's sad because, I don't know, I've just,
1: there's so much more to life than how we look. Yeah, oh, it's like, it's like, all we talk about is, is, how people look but there's you never anyone saying like oh wow they look like they're really on a growth trajectory oh my god that person seems like they're really evolving and i'm and i'm guilty of this too right i'm you know
0: like i follow i'm i'm more i'm following britney spears these days to see how she's doing i mean there's something she's not doing well she's She's not not doing doing well yeah well so i am like i am keeping up with certain people and kind of watching from afar but you know, I wanted to share a story when I was younger, when I was so like, we talk a lot about like young kids, women, of course, a young girls seeing, feeling what it's like to grow up on social media and these very unrealistic um, expectations of how we should be looking and how we should be aging and what our bodies should look like. And when I was like 13, when I was 12 or 13, I was on the train to go to Fenwick to go to my high school and... We shared trains. I mean, obviously there there were kids from all different schools on the train. And I remember walking alone through a car and some kids started hollering at me about how I looked Mm. and were making fun of my nose. That's happened to me
1: too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
0: they were making fun of my nose and they call they were calling me Pinocchio Girl. And I was That's again nice. like 12 or 13, right? Fucking kids are, you know, listen, I'm sorry. I'll say it since I'm like kids are assholes.
1: Did you say you were on the train going to
0: family? <laughs> yeah, yeah so I was like 13. Oh well, no, yeah. I was 13. You're right. I was probably 13. <laughs> but, yeah, I skipped a grade with the D.
1: Ah, Jesus.
0: <laughs> Just call me Doogie for now on, you guys. <laughs> um and I'll be, I'll say things like kids are assholes, like jokingly, but not. But you know what? It's just like adults. Some people are just assholes. And that kind of behavior, like I think like making fun, I don't know. I just, and I know kids can be kids, but to be outwardly mean and to call someone out on their looks and make them feel bad about that, that to me is something that like you see other people doing or talking mm-hmm. about, right? I don't know. I just feel like my point in sharing that story and you guys, the, mo- the I guess the more fucked up part about the story is that that... Hurt me so bad and made me feel like yeah. ugly, and felt like my self worth was in such the gutter. I went and got a nose job the next mm-hmm. year, and I mm-hmm. shouldn't have, and I don't regret it. But I was way too young to be letting outside um, judgments and per- and perspectives on my looks be affecting me that that much when I was that old. And I wish, and I'm sure someone did, I'm sure people did. I wish that I would have heard or it landed better that you know, you are, you're beautiful inside out. You don't, your face is not, is your, your value. Yeah. Like I don't know. the message. Important. There was something missing that. And I felt I was really embarrassed by that. And so I felt like, oh, I had to change the way I looked. So I wouldn't be made fun of. And I wanted to spare myself being made fun of for, um, and then it continued to get made fun of then. Cause it got, cause I got a nose job. So kids ripped
1: on me for that. It was mm-hmm. never ending. I mean, Lauren, I remember I, my story about my braces, you know, yeah. the second time I put them on, somebody said, oh, that girl with the buck teeth is, is cute or whatever. I didn't hear the cute. I just heard the buck, buck teeth. that made right. me feel like shit. And I'm telling you next day I was in, you know, Dr. McMillan's office getting, you know, a second set of braces and nine teeth pulled. You oh know, God, nine. Did you really have nine teeth four pulled? Four wisdom teeth. Four of these, because I had a couple too many, and I had an extra one of these, so they had to yank (laughs) one of those too. I mean, clearly, I probably should have had some, you know, orthodontics and dental stuff done the first time around, but whatever. It still messed with me, but I also was like, I kind of like... Seemed like that was what was really the important, you know, and it right. really fucked. And I walked around feeling like a dumbass and all of these other things when I was really should have been focusing on how I felt on the inside. And yeah, wh- where does that get
0: lost in our experience? Why? And that's even before social do media. You, so I can only imagine.
1: we Even you know, as a woman, I know what it's like. What's that? What, what? How many conversations I've had with women about Botox, and women have said to me, "Oh, you don't need it yet." No, I don't. Why do I know, we I've need? Heard, I've always heard that. Why like, do I hear we that too? need it? What? When? Where did we get to a point where we feel like we need that? That's know. like something that we have to do. No, I don't. I think don't so. know. I totally don't think so.
0: I have um my my friend, and I'm I'm just I don't know why I'm going to just keep this name to myself, but I have a friend who is like, you guys, I'm not doing a single thing, so you are going to see what aging looks like through this I'm choosing not to touch I'm not just she, she's just like that you know what I mean it's and I don't know I haven't made any decisions on that yet listen three days ago I was ready you to start looking up eyelids eyelids. I was getting on eyelid surgery surgery, <laughs> surgery.
1: sorry I know you don't like that word
0: <laughs> but you know I just feel like where what happened where did how do we get so lost and looks it's it's just it's It's fucked up. And Mm -hmm. I, it makes me sad because I'm just, I I just, I I worry about all of all women and young girls, not just young girls, the pressure that us middle-aged women, Mm -hmm. I feel like some of us get to a point where they are able to just like, when you get like 67, you don't give a fuck. You're like, I'm alive and I'm going to enjoy the rest of the life that I have. Say it all the time.
1: Just happy to be here. Right? dang happy to be here.
0: But I think what's important out of this is that, you know, Julia Roberts shared that back in 2018 and someone had the wits about them to reshare it again Mm -hmm. as as a reminder, like get outside, get off of your phones. Like Mm -hmm. this is not real life, how people look. Then we can see these beautiful photos of women like on the internet, like say like Kim Kardashian and not to bag on her, but up close and personal, she has... Her face is auto-tuned. You no know, like, on his her photos. uneven
1: skin tone. Right. I think like, she suffers yeah. from psoriasis or yes. something. So like, yeah, yeah, we yeah.
0: need to, and she does try to talk about that, which I appreciate and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like, I think we just have to like, just, I wish we could just normalize just getting older and that we're alive. And that's what's, what matters. It's fucked up.
1: It's I'll annoying. drink to that. I'll drink water to that. Ugh, Hydrate. All right. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Here at The Sister Project, mental health is our number one priority
0: which is why we are particularly excited about this episode's sponsor, Meridian Psychiatric Partners, LLC.
1: Meridian Psychiatric Partners is a Chicago-based private practice comprised of psychiatrists and therapists who specialize in women's health. Ladies, listen up.
0: Meridian treats and supports women experiencing mental health symptoms that may be affected by all of the reproductive phases women might experience.
1: Their services include medication management and psychotherapy for preconception, pregnancy, postpartum and breastfeeding, infertility, pregnancy loss, premenstrual symptoms, and perimenopause. Wow, we go through a lot.
0: You know, I remember after I had Luna, I needed help. I was three months postpartum, extremely anxious, and battling intrusive thoughts on a daily basis. I am beyond grateful that practices like Meridian exist, so new moms like myself can get the help we need.
1: And I am equally thrilled to know that while I enter into perimenopause, Meridian Psychiatric Partners is there for support. Meridian is dedicated to empowering women to have treatment options while experiencing mental health challenges that can arise during different reproductive phases. They have 20 providers with expertise in reproductive mental health, which means you can be seen fairly quickly, which is amazing. If you would
0: like to know more about Meridian, find them online at meridianpsychiatricpartners.com. And to make an appointment, call their intake line at 312-640-7743. And now back to our cozy conversation. Anyway, so moving on. Last week, I found a great article on... um, the benefits, not the benefits of yoga, it was called Mind Bending Facts. It was awesome. Mind Bending Facts about yoga. And it is in the Reader's Digest. Um, I'm a teacher myself. I'm actually very eager to get back to teaching one class a week, which I'm excited about um, making happen. And just this Sunday, I finally took an in-studio class, which I haven't done in
1: so long. I it's I been mean, once the last time long. you actually took a class, you were teaching before you became well, a mom, basically. I take classes
0: at home. I do a lot yeah. of in-home yoga, yeah, but that's different. Un- yeah, it is. Yeah, but no, but going to the studio, I felt like I was high on life Mm. after I left there but I found that these were some Michelle and Michelle's a yoga practitioner you take yoga how many times a week do you think that you practice I mean
1: I try to go at least three times a week that's great yeah some you know it depends if the weather's really nice and I'm always outside I totally supplement and stuff Mm. like that but I, I love it. I, I actually, this document that you, this article that you shared, I feel like these bullets, these very, you're going to go through yeah. the, the important what to know as it pertains to yoga. I feel like if all yogi studios uh, put boots on the ground and handed a one sheet out of this, they, the would know, so, they would yeah. fill their studios. I know. I'm. They would fill their studios.
0: So let's go ahead. And I thought it'd be kind of fun as a yogi professional and practitioner, and then with Michelle to discuss some of these things. So let's get to know yoga a little bit better. So it's been around for roughly 5,000 years, which is a long ass time Mm -hmm. for practice to be around. Um, And of course it it originated in India. Um, And the fact that you can practice it just about anywhere is a big reason why it's so popular and it's p- mm. more popular ever today than ever. About 55 million Americans regularly hit the mat. And that is nearly 15 million more mm. than the number of people who golf. And I oh, kind of was surprised by that. I guess awesome. I know it's really cool. I kind of thought there would be more golfers. <laughs> Not that I've really ever thought about it, but I kind of figured that there would be. Um, this next point that I found, I had no idea about this. This was super freaking cool. The Hindu monk Swami Vekananda, I butchered Let's that. just call him Swami. Swami is credited with popularizing yoga in the West. He came to the Chicago World's Fair in 1893. I mean, he kind of he brought was it to Chicago. He was
1: influencing. He was. He was a yoga he, influencer.
0: Yeah, where he gave a groundbreaking speech calling for religious tolerance, prompting a two-minute standing ovation. And then he then went on to write the um, Raja Yoga, which is published in the, in the United States. States in 1896, um, which adopted the Yoga Sutras. And I've never read that. I've read them. That. I'm okay. not well trained on them. That was not a part of my, um, my teaching. My teaching, uh, my training rather, was all physical. It was just a very physical practice. In fact, it lacked a lot of the spiritual and philosophical aspect of yoga that I had to teach myself and learn from others throughout my career. And my life, um, the average American, I just want, this is a, you guys, this is a heads up. The average American yogi spends an estimated $62,000 over a lifetime on yoga classes and accessories. I get it. Yoga classes need to be paid for the accessories. You don't
1: need much. You just need so to just keep that. that in mind. You just, need you don't that. need to go spend a lot of money to water, be a yogi. Water bottle, you know, <laughs> something to drink out of. Or if you're a Pellegrino man, you just get that one Pellegrino and you bring all over yourself and class. you know, there's you don't need to be going
0: you don't need to be the best fashion I mean it is though I was in yoga class and the people I mean there's just like perfect yoga outfits like I wear like whatever mm-hmm. I find and roll in but and there's no Same. judgment but yeah. just know you don't have to do that um so here's some stuff that's very interesting now this is more uh, the benefits of yoga in addition to reducing stress which we know stress is a killer in all facets of having too much of it. Yoga can improve posture and balance and strengthen bones and muscles and keep your joints healthy. And that you're here
1: right there. I'm jacked. Thanks. Danielle.
0: Yeah, you are jacked.
1: So <laughs> my core is strong. I don't think we oh, there's so much core implementation when it comes to practicing. What's up? I what I love about yoga, and this is something that as a practitioner and not like a super in depth studier of this, I go to my yoga work classes and I come home. But you know, to see that all of these different movements, these different poses, there's a specific benefit, like standing on your head, that improves yeah, circulation. circulation. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in there thinking, I know this means something, but I also think I'm just trying to stand on my head. You know, like the twists are for detoxifying and stuff yeah, like that. I there's love so much. all of those movements have a different purpose that is healing for your body.
0: Yeah, and for our older listeners, and if you are... Doing yoga already, you already know the benefits. But if you're interested in it, or if you are of any age, but I do point out the olders because I do, I have taught them. And what we focused on is balancing because the older we get, we can become, not all of us, but a fall risk. And when the older we get and if you fall, the more damage can be done. It could be detrimental. so um and that's that comes with strengthening and whatnot and mindfulness. but balance is such a huge part of longevity and being in a good way, the older we get. Mm-hmm. so I would hide and and just so you know, I don't want I, I've talked to so many people just recently had a conversation with someone who was like, you know, I can't find a class that would suit me. I'm just not like a yogi. Well, there's classes for everyone. And you can always reach out to me or your local yoga studio and tell them what you are exactly looking for. Um, For my older ones who are looking for um, something that's a little bit more comparable to their situation, chair yoga is a great Mm
1: -hmm. option. It is a and for pregnant women, for honestly, for anyone, in any case, Yep. And also it's so important to know that it is this is this thing that is your own practice. And when you go there, and I've gotten so much better at this as I've just gotten older you make it your own and you modify and you do the things that work for you and the things that don't work for you and where you, you meet yourself where you are every time you get on the mat. And that's like really kind of the name of the game. And so when people say, I'm not good at yoga, I'm not flexible. Well, there, you don't need to be good. You don't, it's a practice. It's a practice. It's a mindfulness. And I can't wait to go to my class today. Yeah.
0: And if you have a well experienced and, a well-experienced teacher, a good a good teacher, that person's also going to meet you on the mat wherever you are, no matter what kind of class they're going to be teaching. You know, in the class I took yesterday, I could see people struggling. And the teacher in me, I need to remind myself, like, get your head back on your mat and don't yes. worry How about what good, other people are
1: doing. blaster there.
0: It could be hard because I've <laughs> seen people struggle and this teacher was offering no modifications. Mm. And, and in a class that diverse with people who can't do, if Different you see levels. more than one person that's struggling, you have to start showing... Here are other options for those that don't like this first option. So find also a teacher that you love. Um, this is one of my favorite. That's and I right. just want this, neighbor, this number to keep going up. Nearly 5 million kids nationwide practice yoga as well with benefits far beyond just the physical. Yoga can help reduce, um, where was I? Anxiety and improve focus, which especially is beneficial for kids with ADHD. And yoga has also been found to help children with autism spectrum mm-hmm. disorder um, better regulate their emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to teach two individuals who were on the spectrum and it was such a unique experience because these were kids were probably like 13 to 16 years old and it's such a different way to have to teach you know, a human being because they're so, they're, they just see the world differently. Mm -hmm. So, but you can see um, the benefits in them really focusing. We would kind of like zero in on things. But one of my favorite things that we would do is that the families would join Um, because it was a really lovely family activity and it got all of them in the room together. So I thought it also can benefit not just the individual, but the family and the household as a whole. I
1: love that. I love that.
0: Um, and do you know if your kids, is there yoga or offered
1: or oh, anything like yes. that? At- Absolutely. There is yoga being offered at my kids high school. They've got um, access to a yoga club. I think in, in their upper classman years, they have access to choose like a less traditional sports, fitness, physical ed, and they could choose more of a uh, like a yoga Mindfulness, amazing to I practice in. Oh yeah, no, I mean it's totally there. And they also told me that in one of their periods where they do like their check in, I'm sure like there's somebody on the ding 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 Rydell High School last week or check in. I believe there's like a social emotional portion of their day where they are practicing whether Beautiful. it's gratitude or mindfulness or something. Yes, so it's there. yeah, and there. this this kind of
0: goes back to the conversation that we were having about Julia Roberts, and I I, I do believe that if we were to implement more things like that at an earlier age mm-hmm. to children and have them realize what really kind of matters that these these expectations and these views on looks an individual can easy it can be more susceptible to like or not more susceptible they would have an easier time diminishing the impact that these that we put on looks if kids and adults are taught this kind of stuff starts at home yeah and it starts home home. with that person Mm -hmm. yes exactly but it also I think does it's in school too as well Um, then the last thing is corpse pose, which we know as Shavasana. Um, so this is the last posture that you usually typically will, will experience in a yoga class. You're laying on your back and some people are so good at it. Some people, and I mean good because they can, I don't mean like talented. I just mean that they can actually lay and be still and let their body and mind reap those benefits of yoga. You'll see people get real fidgety because it's very
1: difficult. Oh, is I have you? to full blown meditate to. to yes, in order. that would be a wonderful thing to do during I that mean, time. Because otherwise, I'm wiping my sweat, pulling hair out of my mouth. It's yeah. fidgety, a little over distracted. Here. Mm-hmm. Well, leastard, I do love that you are sticking around
0: for it. I'll always be perplexed, unless of course it is a time thing. But people mm-hmm. who don't have time, they don't realize that even though you're not working out in this position, how
1: important this last yeah. position really is. It's the, it's the conclusion of your experience. And it like full circles at yeah. the moment. And it's it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's sometimes my favorite position if I have someone in there that really put us through the ringer, you know. We're yeah. just an extra and one more breath. I'm like, and I'm gonna give you one of these right back at you. I just want to say I always of buddy passes if anyone any local wants to come with me oh I'm, how are, wonderful I'm, I'm happy to bring you guys bring friends. take michelle up on that offer mm-hmm. get in
0: a yoga class um okay cool i was excited to share that because i thought those were some really interesting I facts i didn't know a couple of them um especially about the chicago world's fair and swami yeah, so thanks, to swami. yeah
1: thanks swami thank
0: you swami for bringing that to the states especially to Chicago tomorrow's Punchki day and I don't have an order and I'm so annoyed you
1: have to put that order in so I can do take care of your little task for you
0: I know you guys in Chicago this thing called Punchki days it's basically like jelly filled donuts and it's my favorite day of the year it was our mom's favorite day
1: too she loved it she She was always bringing us home She always brought him home and when she was in the throes of her dementia, (laughs) I will never forget with fondness, one of the moments where I was like, you know what, I'm going to just lean into this and we're just going to go with it. And we were walking through Jewel, the local grocery store, and she saw the Mm poonskis and she yelled poonski about 25 times as we walked through the aisles. And so I just yelled Punchki after right back. every punchki she Absolutely. and we pissed our pants we got well she didn't i got looks weird yeah. looks cute that's okay looks, yep. mm-hmm. smiley looks and i said f it and f dementia at least we're <laughs> gonna get to have a punchki today and
0: as someone and well as two people who've gone through it with their a family member this is that that's when it's a good idea to have cards made so that if someone does and you just mm-hmm. yell punchy back and you give them a card and they read a mm-hmm. card that says like, hey, my loved one has dementia. She might say or do things that are not like the average person.
1: Please have some compassion. And people do that. It's one. It's a
0: wonderful way to go about is, the
1: situation. It is. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make an alternate card, though, too, for the rooties that yeah. I don't like the way they're looking at me. It's going to say she has dementia. And then you're going to flip it over and it's going to say, <laughs> so go eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> I know you're going to
0: have two different options. Would you yeah, have had two a different options? Person,
1: like a, if someone gives me like a nice smile, then they're going to get If they're like a person, like a real live, like internet troll so many in of my those. space, yes. that's going to be a rude asshole. You're getting the bag of dicks card.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yep. there you go. Got to say, thank goodness. We don't have to deal with that anymore. Yep, yeah, silver lining. She's dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, you guys, we'll do a lightning round of what are we listening, watch, reading, watching, and listening to. I got nothing. Last week was so busy with work oh and then I was coming off of being sick. So I'm here to report that I did not really
1: read, watch, or listen anything. Michelle, what about I you? Keep, I keep reading. I keep reading in the evenings, in the morning. If I can follow it, just stay with me. But I did watch randomly. I said, you know what? I'm going to press play on Something's Gotta Give with Diane Keaton. It's Jack Nicholson, Keanu Reeves, and Amanda Pete. And I was roaring. For folks that have never seen this movie, it's about a guy who's like a swinging single bachelor in his el- older years, you know, and he accidentally falls in love with Diane Keaton, who's the mom to the young lady he was dating. <laughs> <laughs> and it's this just like whole kind of coming of age, like showing what like life looks like, what people are going through in their older years, dating, like finding love. It uh, The scene where she's walking from her office, she's going to take a shower and she's getting yep. naked and he walks in and he sees her. He's acting like he's <laughs> stroking out. She's covering her boobs. Yeah, it's.
0: So it's a good. great movie, and I love that it people is. have. There's like this thing on TikTok that's called like the Nancy Myers aesthetic because the homes Nancy Meyer has a very yeah. specific it's aesthetic. Like and
1: Stewart everything,
0: I, yeah, kind of right. And yes. it's just I love that that's like a TikTok theme now, like Nancy Myers core. Yeah. Um, and then I see that you're listening to more to more Mel Robbins.
1: Yes, I actually. This is a podcast episode that I really recommend. Everybody listen to it's the it's the the title is the 51% rule with Stephen Bartlett, who is the author of Diary of a CEO. And I didn't know who this gentleman I was, either he is like an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial. Master, he's on boards around the world. He's really just like got an incredible mind, but his story is what blew me away. He is, um, bl- grew up extremely poor and spent the majority of his childhood pretending like he wasn't. But in his mind, he always knew that even though society and the world was telling him that this is how, what life was going to be like for him. He knew innately that that wasn't, there was more for him. And he, wow. he, so chose was his to- mindset it is mindset, another example. And he chose to question everything. And he talks about decisions and how, how important decisions are and the different kinds of decisions. I, I was I really connected to this conversation. And I just think it's a, if you're scrolling through Mel Robbins and trying to find a good one, this is a really, really good one to listen What's to. What's the 51% rule? Um, the 51% rule is about when you're making a decision, you have to be at least sure before you make that decision. But he talks in depth about the different kinds of decisions, um, the different types, the the ways to approach them. Um, You know, no decision, that's a decision. And that's not a good decision. Oh, I love that. You know, and those are the kind of nuggets. But really just, it was a good one. Mm -hmm. You guys, I will link
0: this episode of Mel Robbins in our show notes so that you have them at your ready. All right. Good amount of ground covered here. Really? Um, Michelle, what are you doing for your mindful, cozy, your cozy, cozy. mindful well-being? Are you ready? Are I'm, you ready? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Is this your sourdough? Let's see.
1: You baked it. I made a second one. And oh, my God. I'm it's gorgeous. Gailed. That little it,
0: flip at the top. Is there a specific name for that beautiful flip at the top? Well, you it's score like a wave. It. You score, score it. it. Wait, were and you going to do how, some right. ASMR? That's you a sourdough. Guys, so this is my, I've
1: heard one. this is my second loaf. This was my second attempt. My sister Andrea and I have been on the phone a ton and she has kind of walked me through some things and, and basically what I've learned is, is to keep Take notes and, and log kind of the details of my environment, temperature. If I'm doing a proof, I'm naming things, guys, that you're not going to know. I just learned these things a couple of days ago. But proofing in a refrigerator, be, besides proofing on your counter. And proofing
0: is when you just let the
1: the dough do its thing, like rise? Yes, it's like fermenting. Okay, you've got to do that with those Trader Joe's croissants. you got to proof exactly, them overnight. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But my first dough was... It, it was fine. It was kind of dense. It felt heavy. This one, I scored it properly. It feels light and airy, and I can't wait to cut it open. And um, eat that it. looks so. Oh, I saw
0: Andrea. Actually, our sister Andrea posted the perfect way to cut a, uh, a, a, a loaf of sourdough bread is to cut it down the middle. So mm-hmm. cut it in half. And then you begin, you put that flat side down of that half side, and then you just begin cutting pieces of the sourdough Michelle
1: congratulations that is you you. did that from the very beginning I you guys I did do that and I was telling Ryan this and the kids you know I this process so simple and complicated and time-consuming it is such a lesson in patience it's a lesson in consistency committing to a craft Showing up every day, being curious, talking to other people. Yeah. And the result, yeah. like we, Lauren and I always say this it's in the simple things. This, it doesn't I mean, look get that thing. much simpler than this. And this was really rewarding and really fun to do. Did you see the meme that I posted about you yesterday? I pissed my pants. I showed it oh, to It's Ryan. A, it's a, it's
0: a, it's a <laughs> it's a meme it's like a very short video of little house on the prairie they're like on their or- they're like on their uh what do you call it? like a buggy yeah, they're hooded
1: wagon they're, they're they're hooded uh, they're hooded it's uh, the of the yeah hooded wagon it's not a hooded wagon it's, basi- it's, it's a says covered,
0: covered wagon, wagon. <laughs> whatever yeah weird anyways so it's basically it says like when you when you bake your first loaf of bread from scratch and i put like oh hey michelle cuz that yep. is you yep amazing well speaking what of this kind of goes along with what you're going this is what i've been doing every day every day 2 weeks ago so I'm back on TikTok. My algorithm has been fixed. I need there's back. no more. Well, there's no more like World War Three, the world's ending, TikTok. So I needed that to stop, so I can get back into the thick of my my good stuff that I get from TikTok because my algorithm's legit. And so I was, I follow a lot of philosophical and psychologists and this guy two weeks ago said something and I'm like, i have never really done this before. So I started to implement every day waking up. And the first thing you do, I've, I've always done a, like a mini gratitude list. I wake up and as I'm like groggy getting up, I like name some things I'm grateful for. But then I added on that today is going to be amazing and incredible things are going to happen. Mm, mm. And you know what happens are these little sparks of fucking awesome things yeah. take place. And I'm like, I think like now that I put it out there, yes. like I notice how, even if it's something little, how awesome things are when they come about.
1: Well, your and law they, of attraction. You're law like of
0: attraction. And like the other day, like I, last week, a lot of wonderful things happened, like just big like news I just stuff with work and personal stuff and it just feels and even for Anthony it just feels like a. it's like if you say it you believe it it'll happen right it's like yes and I to go along the same guy talks about how every day are just moments made up of a day Uh, a day is it made up of just moments then every day you can have your like your schedule but like every moment changes you don't know what's going to happen and you have to go along with it mm. and you there, you find less disappointment when shit happens so mm. i found like this these two concepts of waking up with this like notion that it's going to be an incredible day and then also like you just kind of you've got to go with the flow mm-hmm. both of those match yes. really beautifully together wow
1: and it helps
0: because i can wake up i can get easily Set
1: you know my yeah course.
0: something yes exactly and I have found that those have been really helpful. So I well, encourage everyone: wake up tomorrow and go. Today is going to be amazing. Incredible things are going to happen.
1: It sounds it. cheesy, no, but it it's doesn't. so
0: it, it works. And it's it does like not you're like cheesy. It's just it's just a good way to get the brain going.
1: And the whole thing, Michelle, is that your brain believes what you tell it. One hundred percent. That's I, all I, that this is literally about. Literally, we are talking about this with I'm with my kids. Like I've added a new. Um, I always have said that sleep is the foundation of good health. Well, so is your fucking mindset. I've added totally. that one to the tool toolbox oh, because I'm like, guys, you can get as much sleep as possible and yeah, still have a shitty mindset. You wake up, you can yeah, eight hours. Wake up with a bad attitude. We'll shitty have a day. good one. Have shitty a good day. one. Tell them this one. Tell
0: I'm I'm gonna put this. I almost want to get it made and have it put in Luna's room. Yeah, so that that becomes like kind of a mantra in her in our household. Yeah. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 All right, you guys. So we're going to just set you off, go sign up for some yoga.
1: Mm-hmm. What else? Buy some Join survey me. or
0: don't. It's nice and dirty. Don't do that. It's, it's too not funny. Too Gross. Funny. All right, you guys. Michelle's going to send you off on yeah. your way. Stay cozy, friends.
1: This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Cureleaf. Are you a modern woman who feels like the mere act of existing is exhausting? And you also happen to be a little kind of curious, but you aren't sure where to start? Well, then you're going to want to turn up the volume on this one. Yep, turn it up. Because whether you're <laughs> a stay at home mom, career woman on the go, or just looking to enhance your daily life with a little cannabis, well, this adds for you.
0: Here at The Sister Project, we have always enjoyed a little cannabis to elevate our
1: own cozy, mindful well-being. And as a pair of modern women in today's society, we know full well what kind of pressures and responsibilities come with taking care of everyone and everything at any given moment.
0: Now, let's be honest, there isn't a single thing us gals can't do. However, sometimes mama needs a little microdose of cannabis to break that stress cycle after a
1: long day. Yup, whether you are looking to relax and have a good night's sleep, spark some creativity, feel more present, or enjoy a night out minus the booze, or perhaps all of the above, then we have good news because CuraLeaf has something for you. From gummies and drinks to pre-rolls and tinctures, you will find exactly what you need with the help of CuraLeaf's Canna experts.
0: Now do yourself a salad and go visit our friends at CuraLeaf.
1: And don't be shy. Tell them exactly what you're looking for. It's their job for crying out loud. They're all there to help. Head to Cureleaf.com to find a dispensary near you. And use our code SISTER30 for 30% off of your entire order. That code is good for one time only. And remember, always start low and go slow and stay cozy. Thank you
0: for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at at the sister proj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.